0: You're listening to the Hey Elliot podcast at www.heyelliot.com or wherever you find your podcasts. All right, let's try this again. This is the second time I'm trying to record the Hey Elliot podcast for today. Folks, I know, I have no excuse for the long silences I give you. I'm like, I'm like the father that, uh, just kind of disappears once in a while and comes back with a whole bunch of presents. Well, it's not you, it's me, okay? Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, this is the second time, and uh, Apple decided that they were going to update the voice recording, voice memo that I used to record right off my uh, phone, and so now I have no idea how to use it. Because I'm an old man and you can't change things on me. It's just not possible. So I lost the last 32 minutes of my life trying to record this podcast. (coughs) Uh, I have had bronchitis for the last month and a half or so. So excuse me if I cough. I'll try not to cough in your ears. I'll bring the phone away. (laughs) But man, it's kicking my butt. This is the first time I've had it. Kind of sounds like I'm taking a hit, but I'm not. Not taking a hit. I'm just trying not to cough in your ear. Uh, This is gonna be a shorter podcast. I've been talking to people, and they're like, "Yeah, maybe just kind of tighten it up a bit." I know some people want to spend an hour mowing their lawn, working out, and listen to my voice at the same time. But you know what? Okay, half hour is good. Half hour cardio half hour mowing the lawn if it takes you more than a half hour to mow the lawn you're not doing it right uh anyway yeah i've had this bronchitis i went to go check it i went this is this is how bad it is for a single guy with a full time job 60 dollar copay to go get 10 days worth of antibiotics and the antibiotics cost 15 bucks plus they say you should take flonase which costs 12 dollars and then after the antibiotics don't work, what do you do? Shell out another 60 bucks cuz I just got another $60. I got a $60 bill in the mail on Saturday. So I guess old Elliot's going to have to do what uh what guys do, just try to tough it out. Hopefully there's still some antibiotics in uh in my system that can fix this. Cuz right now I'm I'm literally like the end of tombstone. Uh Val Kilmer, I'm actually more like Val Kilmer, bloated Val Kilmer now, if that character were at the end of Tombstone, because I do not look like Val Kilmer did when he died, I look less attractive than Val Kilmer does when he was dying of tuberculosis, spoilers by the way, Val Kilmer dies in Tombstone of tuberculosis, but I guess I'll be your huckleberry today and try not to cough too much. Because every time I do, the whole right side hurts I don't know if that's a sign of pleurisy (coughs) Or just coughing too much But enough about my ailments Let's talk about where I've been You know, I was trying to do this thing where I read stuff I wrote Talk about my past And then I started listening to my old podcasts And, uh, I don't know I just didn't like the way I sounded I kind of, I guess I me to'd myself. You know what I mean? I me-tooed myself. I took a step back and considered how I treat the feminine. Because my whole life, I always thought I was the friend of the feminine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say a male feminist, but just a friend, someone who loved women. But I was thinking about the way I talk and what I did. And I'm not a good person. <laughs> I'm not. So I had to. Do some thinking about that and how I wanted to project myself on this podcast. And now I know the stories uh that I was gonna tell that I never got around to it sort of. I guess if you want, Elliot gets his comeuppance. But I didn't know if I was ready to tell those stories yet or what happened. Uh maybe I had the mental urge to stop it for a reason. Uh, or maybe I'll tell you in the future, depends on what you want. If you want me to keep going with what happened the last few years of my life, I'll be more than happy to, but I don't know, maybe uh, I ramble a little too much when I go longer than a half hour. And, uh, yeah, like the way I was treating, like talking about, you know, I knowing I was going to cheat and drinking and, you know, nowadays it's, I mean, it was, wasn't okay then, but it's just not okay to, you know, when someone's drunk. And you should, you know, use better behavior, I suppose. So I did not like the way I came out there. So I kind of <coughs> stopped uh, talking about it. <coughs> <coughs> Whew, man. That's not going away. So that's why I was thinking I I was motivated by a new friend To start the podcast So I'm starting the podcast again And I was like I could wait until this clears up But Oh no I just shot my gun Sorry I'm actually I'll tell you what I'm doing later Uh I didn't mean to do that Damn Anyway <laughs> um, Anyway uh, Yeah and i figured you know i could i could complain about this bronchitis and i could just uh not do the podcast and lose my nerve um so here i am i'm talking to you right now giving you a little update uh i mean i've been i've been getting kind of bitter lately i think i've talked about this in the past i do get these little bitter spells and i haven't been able to listen to the podcast i liked listening to when I first started this podcast, like Mark Maron or Joe Rogan. Bill Burr, I can still do, but um, I guess it's, I don't know. I've been getting, like I was, in, I was showering and I was listening to Joe Rogan and they were talking about some guy who admitted, admittedly likes to, you know, Go from woman to woman, spend all this money, live lavishly, live it in everyone's faces, and he's honest about it, and apparently that's okay in this society today, is if you're doing something that's probably not too socially acceptable, as long as you're honest with yourself and others, it tends to be a little okay. And they're talking about his lifestyle, and it was only five minutes into the podcast, and I know... They would have went on to talk to other, about other things, but I just, I just gave up. I just couldn't do it. I was getting just angry. And I know a lot of it is due to my isolation because I isolate myself a lot. And I know a lot of people my age and younger tend to do the same thing. And it's just a product of our generation is this isolating ourselves. Uh, and it's something that I try to fight with. And... It was like uh, Kill Bill. Here's another uh, spoiler: Kill Bill was in in the beginning, when uh, when Uma Thurman's in the Pussy Wagon, which is a vehicle labeled the Pussy Wagon, and she's trying to get her body from <clears throat> get her body moving, and she just says, "Wiggle your big toe, wiggle your big toe." Until she starts being able to wiggle her big toe and she magically cures herself of her uh, paralysis. That's kind of what I was trying to do is wiggle my big toe. But then I only get to that point and then something sets me back and I'm back to, you know, this mental paralyzation. And and I don't know, man. Maybe I need this sort of as something just to kind of talk to but even like Mark Maron, I, I've listened to so many. I listened to him grow. I listened to the podcast grow. And since August, I haven't been able to listen to a single podcast because it's all these people going – Yeah, I went here, then I went here, then I went here, and now I'm here. And I don't know how to do that. I was never given the tools to go, okay, I'm here. I need to get there. I need to take whatever risks to get there and come up with a strategy quickly. I was never able to do that. And I don't know how someone gets those tools. And so, and I guess they just weren't as stuck as I am. Because I've dug my whole self into a hole physically, mentally, monetarily, and I guess it seems kind of insurmountable, so that's another reason why I kind of stopped doing the podcast or <coughs> 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 Whew, man, or updating the blogs or anything. It's just I let it get to me, man. I don't know, but enough of that, all right, enough of that, speaking of isolation. Um I had a buddy who gave me a gift back in May because I watched his cat for a little bit and uh he gave me Assassin's Creed uh, Unity which took place in uh it took place in in uh France during the uh during the French Revolution and that kid that man he cost me so much money by Gifted me that game because since i got that game i of course had to get the next game and then i had to get assassin's creed origins and then i had to download the dlcs for assassin's creed origins which took place in ancient egypt which was pretty accurate uh representation pretty a huge playground literal sandbox with sneaking into pyramids and and Everything's just so quick and seamless. So then when Assassin's Creed Odyssey came along back in end of September, I had to get that too. Because this guy gave me this, this Assassin's Creed game, I had to go down this rabbit hole. And I haven't finished that game yet because another game came out which continues the isolation, which is Red Dead Redemption 2, which I'm playing right now. Right now, apparently there's Moose in this game and I have seen the moose in this game until I needed to hunt the moose in this game There's I can't find the moose anywhere and so while I'm talking to you I am also waiting in a place where moose are supposed to appear or spawn as they say in the gaming world and so far no spawning but I'm going to sit here with my character. And we're going to wait and talk to you people. And I mean you people as a term of endearment, okay? Uh, but anyway, yeah. I feel like video games are one of the few things where you actually invest your money into. And you're going to get a better product along down the line. You invest your money into, like... Rockstar Games, and they're going to come up with something huge, monumental, very detailed. There's not too many businesses on this earth or in America that you can say, if I buy this enough... If I put money into this, they're going to come up with a better product. Like iPhone. I can buy a new iPhone. It's going to be pretty similar to this iPhone. Maybe a little quicker. Maybe a little more memory. But similar. It's not going to be like outstanding. Wow. They outdid themselves from the last time I invested money into this phone. But like Rockstar Games, yeah. I'm pretty confident buying this video game, buying the $99 pre-order for this game, while not good for me, is going to bring out an even better game five, four years down the line, and I I will probably buy that game too, because Rockstar Games has never failed me. I mean, this game is a little frustrating, just because it's so massive and they want you to take your time. They want it to be an immersive experience where you're not flying out of buildings and jumping and speeding like in Assassin's Creed, which is another beautiful game, which I might have to take a break from this game just because that game is a little more fast-paced. But... So, yeah. uh, I've been doing that, Uh, which is not a good time for making money. It's saving money, but... It's not really getting me anywhere, you know what I'm saying? And, but yeah, that's what I'm. Uh, maybe I'll do. You talk about my video games, podcasts I listen to. Um, I listen to Joe Rogan. I, I look on Twitter, and he gets a lot of, he gets a lot of shit because he brings people on like Ben Shapiro, uh, which I think he is a sketchy guy. But I'll listen to him. I probably will listen to him with a quarter of an ear. Um, Jordan Peterson is another guy who gets kind of he gets hassled because of his ideas. And I'm not someone who I'm someone who can listen to a conversation. I've talked about this before. I've it just like podcasts remind me of when I would be at home at night in an, in the other room my dad would be talking to some relative or family or relative of moms or relative of his and just talking and discussing things and it was a quiet moment and, and then they start again it's it's just it kind of brings me back to that time just where i can just sit and listen and that's why i do like podcasts and uh I'm almost getting off topic here anyway, like Jordan Pearson, you know he talks about pulling your bootstraps up and you know how the world is, and a lot of uh a lot of people don't like that because they just see it as conservative, you know what I mean, not alt right but just conservative, and they feel like conservative is a gateway to alt right and as I, I lean more left myself but i am open to listening to people about their ideas of how this world is and you know they didn't get where they are by being a contrarian to themselves you know what i mean like i am self doubt self analyzing going well if i do this then what does it mean that i really stand for that kind of that kind of malarkey So I like listening to those, but lately I just, just when they talk about the places that they go, or, you know, I I was just here, or, (coughs) I'm going to have to pause here, hold on a second. Whew, that one was a big one. I had to cough there for a second. Sorry, folks. Uh, Like when Joe Rogan talks about, you know, oh yeah, beating a diet is great, working out is great, but first you have to get your blood tested. You have to get, get a, get a, uh... A nutritionist, get that checked out. Yeah, and it's so easy for you, isn't it? And then, and then that's where my head goes. Then I get further isolated, and it's not right. I don't know what kind of mental exercises I can do to just accept the things they say and just move on without bitter, bitter old Elliot creeping in. Because I was doing really well for a little bit there. So. That's the one thing I got to work on. I got to get back into listening to the podcasts, just because they are, you know, there. There's something to listen to 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 understand the world a little differently than I do now. Uh, what else has been going on? Uh, I do have a pit bull story, a pit bull, not a pimple a pit bull story. I've talked in the past on the podcast about how I try to be okay with my. My my pit bullness. Like I try to be okay with pit bulls. I try not to have a prejudice towards them. I try not to demonize them. I try to be okay with them. And I've talked about how hard it is because I have tiny crushable doggies that I share with my friend. Um, They're only 30 to 35 pounds compared to a 100 to 150 pound pit bull. Probably more. And so I've talked about coming to an understanding why I am hesitant with pit bulls and how I I am semi okay with pit bulls well so what happens I go to the I go to the vet I go to the vet uh the other day take the girls both of them cuz we're the we're the dog parents that you know if they have a a hiccup, we take them to the vet, which is also not good monetarily wise, which is a theme of this podcast, but <coughs> I'm in charge of taking taking these girls to the vet and we check out and they finally then then you know uh we'll we'll get to you in a second kind of thing, so that I look out the doors and then I see. A pit bull and the pit bull's family and i get i get the prejudice reaction of oh shit ah oh, shit here we go oh shit and i didn't like it i didn't like feeling that way i know it's not right uh but i felt it and i reacted by taking my dogs put them on the bench and just holding them close and then the pit bull came in it was uh a couple a man and a woman uh the man was holding the pit bull the pit bull's leash. And they went to check in and the uh the uh girlfriend wife or whatever was holding the little pit bull the baby, a baby pit bull. And so, you know, I'm I'm in my own head going shit 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 shit, 'cause I'm you know, I'm I've decided to lose all resolve in my anti prejudice stance against pit bulls. But I'm also trying to stay calm because I know how animals are. I know that they can feel that tenseness. They can feel that anxiety. So I try to, uh, I try to just just calm down, take the dogs, keep them close because it's time for me to check out. So I check out, and so far I, nothing's going on over behind me with the pit bull. I don't even look. I just keep the girls close. I pay the bill, and then I'm leaving. I'm still. Focus straight ahead. Don't look at the pit bull. Just keep calm because I know I'm I'm getting ang- anxiety. And uh, the lady who had been talking to the, the technicians, uh, she says, oh, I'll hold the door open for you. And so she holds the door open for me because I have trouble. I have trouble handling both of the girls on both leashes. My temper doesn't allow me to. One is slow and takes her time. The other one's quick and speedy and uh my friend's, my friend, she's okay with that. she can handle that, not me, so I'm having a little trouble with that, and the lady's holding the door open, <coughs> and so then, as the door's closing, the pit bull has slipped its collar and comes barreling through the doors towards Nemo, the little uh my little white cocker spaniel with half a ear and a limp, and my reaction is. I don't remember, but I must have ripped the collar straight off as quick as I could by pulling her close. And it just came right off. I didn't even notice. My next moment is to grab my right... Grab her head and her neck with my pole hand. Hold her to my calf. And and keep ladybug as on um, ladybug's of dark brown one the little brown one on my left side hold her leash as tight as i can now ladybug will bark at any well meaning human being on this earth bark growl whatever bark she'll bark at a, a pumpkin across the street but god forbid a pit bull's barreling down on little nemo okay anyway so the pitbull gets there starts sniffing at uh Nemo, I got her head in case the pit bull tries to snap. I That means I got, you know, you're going to get my hand instead of her neck. Luckily, within seconds, the guy gets to the pit bull. And, you know, as this was happening, the lady would hold the door open. She was, she was in a different zone. She was in uh, I'm witnessing something scary zone and I don't know how to do. Like her brain shut down. And she just said, I didn't see like so it's just a little a little silly i didn't know I, I didn't I didn't see like she was already in post trauma mode uh me I was trying to stay calm I thought about pushing the pit bull away but I realized I couldn't hold on to one of the dogs and push the pit bull away so I tried to stay calm and all I could muster from the guy when he was dragging the pit bull back into the the uh, vet was you got him that's that's all I could say. I was like, <coughs> "You got him," and so he pulls the pit bull back into the vet. And uh, I told uh, one of my coworkers this, and uh, they were, they were, they said, "I would have cussed that guy out. I would have fought him." And I told, I told him, I told my coworker, "You know, you can fight, you can fight him." Uh, the owner of a pit bull, but you don't just fight the owner of a pit bull, you fight the pit bull too. So I just, you know, all my adrenaline was going, ready for the next move. And then once the pit bull was gone, the lady goes, That could have been bad. And yes, it could have been really bad. I just agreed because my adrenaline was still going. So I got him in the car, and I don't know what the technicians at the counter said. I must have said something to them cuz they both immediately the puppy girlfriend man and Pipple left immediately after that and he was shaking his head so he probably didn't have a good evening. Um Ah, uh, yeah, that, and then I had to I had to take a nap after that cuz when something stressful happens all my adrenaline is tense. Like after that I've got nothing. It's just nap time. So uh did that change my view of pit bulls no uh probably lucky that the pit bull had probably just had a puppy and was in protector mode of anything that was you know injured or scared or so maybe that's just what it was it was just a you know react could probably already had protective instincts for little things and that could have been uh we're lucky and uh I was telling another coworker this story cuz you know when something happens it's like front page news cuz you finally have something to talk about to your coworkers other than work, right? And she was like, "Oh, that, what what color was it?" I said, like, "Uh, white." "Oh, the white pit bulls are usually more more nurturing." I never heard that before. You know what that kind of sounds like to me? It kind of sounds like when they had the bees. The killer bees were supposed to come in the 90s. They were Africanized killer bees. And they were supposed to take over America by now. And that sounded a little bit uh, insidious to me. So I don't know. A, I don't know where the Africanized killer bees are. And I don't know if the white pit bulls are any different than any other shade of pit bull. I can't tell you that. But anyway. Uh, that's the Pitbull story. Uh, everything turned out well. Uh, we're still spending way too much on those dogs, but I love them to bits. Uh, and I'm still on this game. No moose has appeared. Um, other than that, yeah, I should keep this tight. I do have more things to say to you. Uh, but it might have to wait until next week. Actually, you know what? I got a few minutes. I got a few minutes. I'm going to tell you something that makes me look like an ass, But it annoys me, is uh, Stanley, the creator of Spider-Man and other comics, passed away last week. Like 95 years old. He outlived my grandma by three years. (coughs) No no one's bragging. (coughs) Whoa, man, I had to pause that one right there. I guess I'm not a young man anymore. I can't just bounce back from these. Anyway, so stanley passed away and the artwork that that people uh made in remembrance of him just maybe because it was saccharine and sweet and caring and i tend to fight any any feelings like that because unconditional love tends to frighten me but I just hated the pictures of, you know, Spider Man holding a cross of Stan Lee and 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 Doctor Strange opening a portal to another universe saying, I'll miss you, Daddy and Spider Man and Stan Lee flying up to heaven on a on a web string. It just I, I it made my skin crawl. You know how much marvel probably screwed him out of money do you know do you know what was another thing that was bad was a few years ago when robin williams died the voice of genie to some people in aladdin they drew things like genie telling robin williams robin you're free like that it was just disgusting i just that's like that's like when i pass away and you know my retail job you know it's a a picture of the building of my retail job going goodbye daddy as I float up to heaven it's ridiculous and I just did not like it but that's a half formed thought I should probably form it more but uh, how much time do we have yeah so I'm going to keep this short I've got a six day work week coming up and uh, I'm going to try to rest up my lungs and I hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving. Sorry, I will try to get back on this whole Squarespace account. com. That's H-E-Y-E-L-I-O-T-T dot com. And I do have a Patreon, but I don't really have anything set up other than other than the fact you can donate, I think. But maybe I'll get to work on that. I don't know. Alright? Like I said, I get to the point of wiggle your big toe. And then I stopped for whatever reason. But, um, yeah, have a good Thanksgiving. And I will, I will get back to you in the near future.